Here we go again. Welcome to the Sloppy Book Club podcast. I'm Jenny. And I'm Celise. And we are now on episode six. six. Yes. <laughs> we both looked at each other I like, know, how like, many episodes? How many episodes have we done already? Yes, episode six. Yes, which is pretty exciting. Mm-hmm. Um... We're actually going to dive right into things because we don't have like a game like we usually do. Um, We just really wanted to highlight two wines like we always do. One alcoholic and one that has um, the alcohol removed from it. Mm -hmm. So we're going to be doing that. And then for the month of March, we have been doing a bunch of different challenges, um, reading challenges. And we both wanted to highlight two books from... Um, the challenge that we've done, you know, we've done so many, I feel like this month, so we've been like power reading. Yeah. And you know, there's some that really, really, um, spoke to us that Mm -hmm. we wanted to highlight. So we're definitely going to be doing that today. Um, if you listen to, I just have to say this, this is off the script from our agenda, but I apologize for butchering names last week. (laughs) I know Jenny loved every second of it, but I cringe. It is hilarious how badly you put your names. (laughs) I'm just not good at names. I don't know what it is. I don't know if my tongue can't make certain (laughs) syllables or what it is. But yeah, so I apologize to our authors. I'm so sorry. You have amazing work. Please do not... I, I hope they enjoy it and laugh about I it. I hope they can laugh I feel about like it. I would. Because it's honestly, it's it has nothing to do with you. It's me. It's all <laughs> me. So again, I apologize. I love your work. Um, but yeah, just names are. She just does it off script too. When we're not recording, she does the same exact thing. And we practice sometimes. <laughs> I'm like Jenny, how did you pronounce this name? And she'll tell me, and I'm still getting it wrong. So it's it's me. Yep. It's not you. It's me. It's okay. Me. But yeah, I just I had to do that because oh, I felt so bad when we were re- you know when we were listening back and like. We laughed, but at the same time, I felt so bad because, you know, authors take their time in developing their characters, and here I am butchering it, so I had to apologize, (laughs) so I had to apologize, but yeah, so getting back to things, um, Jenny's going to review her wine first, and then I'll go right after, so what do you have, Jenny? Okay, so I have a wine from, I'm going to try this out, and try to get it right the first time. New Marlboro. <laughs> okay, I fucking tried, all right? New Marlboro. We're going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> from Latroye M. Vineyard. And I've already tried one from there, um, but it was a cranberry one. Yeah, because I remember it was like a pink bottle. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like two episodes ago or mm-hmm. something like that. This one is orange, and it's called Jack's Pumpkin. From the brand Stingy, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think that's what we're going with. Yes, yeah, Stingy. Right? Yeah, I think that's um, what we said last time. So I'm going to attempt this. Um, nope. No. So Is it too pumpkin? Like, cause it's, This it, one is really pumpkin. Okay. Oh. So <laughs> it smells really bad. It doesn't, <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't taste as bad as it smells. Okay. So I get that like good 
pumpkin pie kind of taste. Okay. Almost, but because it's a wine, mm-hmm. it's really freaking weird. Oh, okay, okay. Because I feel like if you put it like as, as a maybe something for a mixed drink for a pumpkin, maybe like a sangria, yeah, fall type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Maybe if you do a mix with it, because you say it's a strong pumpkin flavor. Very. So maybe if it's alone it's too much but maybe if you add something to it I think it can so. help it <laughs> yeah because it really does have that good pumpkin pie taste mm-hmm. it's just it, it's freaking me out because it's a wine oh <laughs> maybe that's what's throwing you yeah, off because we're so. we love pumpkin beers mm. so maybe in wine form it's not it's not mm. our favorite it's looking like it's not your favorite no. but the bottle's really cute it is it's it looks cute. like a pumpkin it it's does. well not you know the shape of a pumpkin but it has that orange and then green top like it's like not see-through it's yeah mm-hmm. covered completely okay cool we'll try again next week Maybe. hopefully we'll something different so my go-to fray um this is their red blend this is their alcohol removed wine um, I tried their, was was it the Merlot last time? I believe so. Yeah, because it was during the... was it ba- Chardonnay? Merlot or Chardonnay? No, it was the Merlot because remember it was red and oh. white with our theme last week. Right. So this is their red blend. I wasn't really into the Merlot. The smell is really strong. Um, yeah, so we'll go. Good luck. We'll, we'll, we'll try it. I'm here for you. It's not, um, I, um <laughs> wow, that's taking you a long time because I don't know if I like it or not. Okay, it is kind of tarty. Mm-hmm. It said it's, it's a, a bold black cherry, but I'm not yeah. getting that. I don't know. Is it bitter? It is almost a little tarty mm-hmm. and a little dry. Oh, that's why. I'm not a fan of dry wine. I don't really like it. I want sweet wine. Yeah. It's kind of, yeah. It's not my favorite. Okay. It's not my favorite. Yeah, it's not my favorite. No, <laughs> <laughs> okay. no um, I'm not into their red wines. Okay. But I don't like all their white stuff. Yeah, so they're white. They're, um, I think I did a Moscato with them. Okay. Um, and I really, really... Like, really like the Moscato one. I think yeah. it was. The Chardonnay wasn't too bad. But yeah, the, the reds isn't my thing. But I've yeah. never really been a red wine kind of drinker yeah. anyway. We but I wanted to, to try I think it. you're running out of Frey wines. Dude, we're going to have to start doing actually, cocktails. This is, this is actually the last one from their oh, line. Right. The other one that they do have is almost like a... I think it's a um champagne. It's mm-hmm. not a wine. It's more... A champagne. Okay. But yeah, I'm gonna have to start doing some mocktails yeah. or At least go until online. You're done being pregnant. And yeah. Then you can start sharing all <laughs> yeah. the real wines. Yeah, but in like two, three more months, yeah. we'll see. It depends on if you know breastfeeding goes yeah. well. But yeah. Um. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> well, that was kind of a downer. But we'll downer. pick it up with our book reviews. Whoop, whoop. All right. Um, Jenny, which book did you? Okay, so I picked a book from from the March release okay. challenge week, um, and it is called Isle of the Immortal, and that's by S. M. Estrada, so Stephanie Estrada, mm-hmm. and it's an adult fantasy romance. Um, again, another vampire <laughs> book. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think I'm just trying to find something mm-hmm. to really grasp me. This book was good. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
it's about this main character, um, Shay Lin. They call her Shay throughout the book. She's really not given a choice. She's thrown into like this immortal realm okay. to save her brother. Because her brother's been sick and he's dying. And she's just like, I would do anything for you. And her mom's like, well, anything? Mm-hmm. Really sketchy, sort of, in the beginning. And she, like, with no information whatsoever, throws her into this realm. Okay. And she lives in the mortal realm. Mm-hmm. So she's now in this realm with, like, monsters and vampires and all that stuff. And she has no idea that what to do or she didn't even know that this place was real. Okay. It was just, like, stories that she heard by the fire at mm-hmm. or whatever. So... She throws her into this realm, and she is told to find the king. He's a vampire king, and everybody's scared of him from what she's heard because he owes the mom a debt. But the mom didn't tell her what this debt was. Of course she didn't. Nothing. Like, she, this is the worst mom in the history (laughs) of history. She just threw her mom to the wolves. Yeah, she, like, I mean, threw her daughter to the wolves. She just throws her in there and is just like, go find this king and tell him he owes me a debt, so he has to help you save your brother. Okay. So, she throws her into this realm, and she runs into this guy, Axton, who ends up being this guy who she follows around. So, he knows the realm. She doesn't. So mm-hmm. she's like, well, I'm just going to stick with you. I don't mm-hmm. care. He's like, well, I don't I don't want you to. They don't <laughs> like each other. They fight. They bicker. Their banter is absolutely amazing. I absolutely love the banter. That's a, my favorite part of the book. Mm-hmm. And she follows him all the way to the king um, because he has business with the king. I don't want to spoil too much because okay. it is a really new book. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to give away... Too much. Too much? Yes. Okay. Um, so, like I said, this realm is filled with darkness and monsters and all that stuff. And, yes, it's a vampire book, but it doesn't overpower. Like, it's not, I'm a vampire, I'm going to suck your blood. Kind right, of right. Thing. You just know it's that It's just vampires. like a supernatural kind of, Yeah, like, you just world. know they're there. That's okay. it. Um, so. Now, they, are, is, was it Axton? Is mm-hmm. he a vampire or? Yes, he okay. is a vampire. Okay. Yep, so he's. From this realm. realm. Mm-hmm. She's not. Um, so eventually they end up in the king's castle, King Ezreum. Ezreum. I think that's how you say it, I hope. Um, <laughs> Don't turn <laughs> into me now. I know. I'm pretty sure it's Ezreum. <laughs> so the realm is basically always in the dark. It's in darkness because the king, there's like this prophecy type of thing that the land runs off of what the king's power does. So the king powers the land, pretty much. Okay. He'll bless people if there's, like, hybrid monster vampire things. Mm -hmm. He has to bless these babies in order for them to live or thrive or whatever. (laughs) Oh, bless you! (laughs) I was trying to hold it in, so... (laughs) I saw you trying really hard. I'm so sorry. Excuse me. That kind of episode, I'm sorry. I was trying so hard. I know, I noticed. (laughs) So, anyway. So, yes, the king is basically all things. Because he blesses people, he Mm -hmm. blesses the realm, and he's the one that um, brings power to the realm. The king needs a fake queen in order to bring the light. So, there needs to be, like, some kind of balance balance. in the world. Um, so we'll leave that part at that. 
So basically, Shay ends up at the king and she's like, you owe my mother this debt. I really need you to help me. But he's like trying to find a queen as well. So he's like, well, if you help me, I'll help you kind of thing. Mm -hmm. And there's this whole other adventure that goes along with that. Mm -hmm. Um, But I won't go too far into that. There's, like I said, there's really good banter in this book, which Mm -hmm. was my favorite part. There's a lot of adventure. There's twists and turns. That you don't really expect. Oh, nice. Yes. And then there's obviously the enemies to lovers kind of thing. Um, Is it forced proximity? I was just going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) There's forced proximity. There's a one horse trope. Okay. You know. That's new. That is fun. (laughs) They have to travel together on one horse. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That kind of thing. There's a found family trope. Okay. There's a strong female lead. Shailen's a super strong female and she's the one that I related to the most Mm because she's super sarcastic and funny and she doesn't really care what people think. Um, so a lot of relatable characters, and yeah, that's, yeah. that's just, yeah. It sounds good. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to check I think that you should, one out. You should try it for sure. Um, I did have a favorite quote from okay, it. Okay, yeah. super, super short, mm-hmm. but it's during a sex scene, Ooh. and it's really, really cute. <laughs> All it is, is eyes on the stars, oh. and I'll let you have it at that. Eyes on the stars? Eyes on the stars, and it is during a little hot scene. Nice. Oh, so I'll let oh, your yeah, I'm, I'm actually going to have to, just to get to that part, right. I'm definitely going to have to read it. It's cute. I really like it. That's like awesome. Said, it's an adult book. Mm-hmm. If, a lot of the parts felt a little bit, um like, YA almost. Okay. But because there's a lot of, um not a lot, I guess there's some hot scenes. Mm-hmm. So some obviously spice. It's, it's an adult book. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. of the spice. Yeah, it was good. I'm going to have to, yeah, yeah that, that quote try. got me. I'm going to have to. You know, you catch me with a good quote. I'm, I'm gonna, I know. <laughs> especially for a, a little spicy book. I'm definitely gonna have to give that a go. I like that. Good. Okay, so my book um, that I chose from the challenge was the lead like female heroine um, challenge, and so this isn't like the usual like fantasy heroine. She's not slaying dragons or mm-hmm. you know defeating witches or anything. Um, it's Kind of like it could be the girl next door kind of book. Um, So the title is Just Listen by Sarah Dessen. Um, I remember growing up reading her books and really loving them. And recently I found out that one of her books is being turned into like a movie on Netflix. And I was scrolling through my Kindle because like I said, I've been like obsessed with her forever. Um, And I noticed that this particular book I've never read of hers which I feel like I've read all her books so um it threw me for a loop so I gave it a go and I loved it good I really enjoyed it um so the character the main characters are Annabelle Green she's this teenage teenage model um in her junior year of high school and then um Owen Armstrong he's like that lone kind of wolf kind of like loner he always has his heads his headphones on listening to music and everyone kind of stares clear of him because they say like he's been to jail or something so he doesn't have a lot of friends at the school and up until recently Annabelle was very popular like I said she was a model 
Um, she had like a great group of friends. She almost like the perfect kind of life and that kind of changed over the summer where she experienced something traumatic. We don't really mm-hmm. know until later on in the story what it was. But it because of this event, her and her best friend had a falling out. Her best friend, Sophie, had a falling out. And so she's arriving to that first day of junior high school, that first day of school. And she's hoping that, you know, things have died down and that incident won't be brought up. And as soon as she gets into the parking lot, she finds out that's not going to happen. Of course. (laughs) Sophie is, like, insulting her. I don't remember if it's, like, if she calls her a slut or something. But, like, right off the bat, like, she she hasn't even, like, fully parked her car. And she's already getting, like, Sophie yelling at her while her windows are up kind of thing. So, obviously, she's kind of humiliated. Um, her friends that she thought were her friends are no longer her friends because they're following Sophie. So Sophie's like that mean girl, Mm. leader, popular girl, almost like a Regina from Mean Girls. I love that movie. (laughs) I love it too. So, um, so now she's in high school. It's her junior year. This event happened over the summer. Mm -hmm. She hasn't really expressed what it was. She's kind of been isolating herself and just doing modeling even though she's she no longer wants to do it but modeling has been in her family her older two sisters have been um modeling since they were um younger and um her one of her older sisters Whitney was actually really great at it went to New York was doing really great you know catwalks all of that but we learned that she develops um an eating disorder okay so that family life now is that perfect family life now is also chaotic. So now she's dealing with her own traumas mm. and then at home there's like that rift within the family. So she has two sisters, is Whitney and Kristen, and Whitney and Kristen, they have moved to New York together to pursue modeling. Kristen didn't want to do it anymore. She wasn't fitting the stereotype of, you know, those supermodels. Yeah. Whereas Whitney was because, you know, she was really into not eating, I guess, to stay (laughs) within it and just, like, falling into the wrong crowd. And then that becomes a rift between Whitney and Kristen. So Kristen reaches out to the family, like, there is something going on with Whitney. I don't know what to do. And Whitney ends up in the hospital because she hasn't been eating. Mm-hmm. And that's where they find out about her eating disorder. So they sent her to treatment. And now she's getting treated. And she's back from treatment. And she's seeing a therapist and all these things. So there's a lot going on in mm-hmm. Annabelle's world. And she doesn't really have anyone to go to. Okay. Um, Q. Owen the loner. Mm-hmm. So they've been... <laughs> sitting next to each other on this wall outside during lunchtime and finally they kind of develop a friendship and it's through music so she she's like you're always listening to you know things on your headphones they you know start developing this friendship and he kind of encourages her to you know tell the truth and tell what you know what's on her mind through music because he doesn't listen to like hip hop or 
R&B, like the standard music. He's doing like these crazy techno, like uh, water dripping sounds. And he has his own radio. Yeah. Yeah. So like his music isn't like, you know, the go-to cool music. This is music that you're either going to love it or hate it. Mm -hmm. And um, Owen has this thing where he's always honest. So he's expecting whoever's talking to him to always be honest. So he's not just going to be like, oh, yeah, you know, he's not going to be okay with you saying, yeah, it was okay. Or, you know, I didn't really, it wasn't my thing. He wants you to explain it. So with him, you know, he's encouraging her to come out of her shell where she's been kind of hiding her feelings because she's been terrified of how people will take it, you know, with her being honest. So he wants her to open up and be her truest self. And he's this way because he actually um, wasn't in jail. He actually had to go to anger management. So through anger management, you know, to be honest with himself and to clear, you know, those rifts or that anger, he's just honest. Mm -hmm. And that's how he's, you know, expecting her to be. And they develop a really good friendship, like I said, through his music um picks and you know his radio station she'll come down and listen to you know his radio station or she'll listen to it because i think his videos his uh his um how do you say it his uh station was like uh-huh. re- really early in the morning okay. so she would wake up early just Aww, to listen to it so yeah it was really really cute um so she's feeling like i'm not up and up she has a friend um they're kind of getting closer. And then her sister, Whitney, has a new therapist who's really been helping her too. So, like, you know, home life is a little bit better. She's feeling a little bit better. But, of course, something has to happen in a great story. Obviously. <laughs> so, what happens is we find out that Sophie, her best friend, her boyfriend, Will... um was accused of raping one of um, Annabelle's former friends um, who models. And her name is Emily. And she goes to Annabelle and she's like, I know what happened to you last summer. So this is where we're finding out that situation is Will took advantage of her at a party and instead of Sophie taking her side, she kind of took Will's side and has just been, like, slut-shaming her and just making her feel like crap. Um, but really, Will is, like, basically, like, a serial raper for, yeah. you know, parties and stuff. So Emily goes to him. She was like, you know, I know this is probably what you went through. Um, I really think you should go to the police and let them know because I am. So she went to the police She's, you know, pursuing legal action. And this throws Annabelle off because, you know, she's kind of put that to the back burner. She hasn't really been thinking about it. And now it's like triggering the that, that night, those memories, those feelings. And that particular day that she finds out about Emily, she promised Owen to go into uh, a show of a band that he really liked Mm -hmm. and she goes but really she shouldn't have because she's feeling all these emotions and he knows something's off she's not telling him what's going on owen's friend uh raleigh is there or roly 
and is uh, it Rolly or is it Rolly? Rolly or Rolly? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's one, I, I had to throw that in there. It's one of them. <laughs> um, and he's there, and he um, he's like, oh, there's a girl at the bar that I really, really, you know, want to talk to or whatever. And it happens to be a very old friend of Annabelle's named Clark. But they were friends when they were younger. And Annabelle had actually ditched Clark when Sophie came into town. So they haven't spoken in years. So he's like, oh, you know her? Because he was like, oh, the girl over there. And she was like, Clark? Um, he and he was like, you know her? You have to introduce me. But she's like, she does, she's not being truthful. She's yeah. like, um, okay. So she introduces them. And Clark is looking at her like, bitch, you haven't spoken to me in years. Like, why are you talking to me kind of thing? Is this a joke? Right. And then here comes, you know, now you have me second guessing if it's Rolly or Raleigh. <laughs> I think it's Raleigh. He comes over and he's like, hey, friend. And so she introduces them and then she just leaves. Like she doesn't tell Owen anything. She just ditches them. And so they stop talking because Owen is like, yo, she just ditched me. So months go by and she's isolating herself again. And it ends with Emily telling her there's a court date. You should testify against Will and so she leap and she does this in the library and Annabelle just has a meltdown. And Clark happens to be in the library too and goes to her and she's like, hey, is everything okay? Because Owen's really worried about you. You're crying here in the library. What's going on? And that's when she shares what happened to Clark. And then she shares it with her family later on. And then she goes to Owen's um, radio station and she's trying to explain like what's going on. Mm -hmm. But he's so mad at her. And then finally she gets it out like this is what happened. And you know, this is why I was feeling the way I was feeling. And of course, he's like super supportive. And he's like, you know, I'm here for you. You know, I'll go with you to court, you know, when you go to testify if you need me to. And, you know, he promised her that. And so they finally do go to court. She, um... She notices that Owen no, never shows up. And in the courtroom, Will has a black eye. And she knows, like, Owen has something to Ooh, do with it. Okay. So, finally, um, it ends with her coming out of the courtroom. Owen's pacing back and forth out of the um, courthouse. She goes to him. And he's, like, fighting, telling her what to do. Like, he's going around... The bush, you know, because he never yeah. lies. So he's like, I'm not going to lie to her, but I also don't want to, you know, tell her, you know, what happened. And he's like, you know, my mom is mad at me. And she was like, okay, but what happened, Owen? What's going on? And he's like, just like trying to go around Beating it. around the bush. Yeah. And then he's finally like, I punched him. <laughs> so he tells her and, um, you know, they have their kiss and like they come together and it's just like a yeah. great... A great coming of age story yeah. about friendship, about, you know, coming to terms with some of your trauma a little bit, um, having someone to lean on. But I also want to go back to the dynamics of her sisters because I feel like this was a good sister's story too. Mm -hmm. um, because, like I said earlier, Kristen and Whitney had that falling out 
and through therapy, um, Whitney was able able to come, you know, overcome her eating disorder. Yeah. It, she's not cleared of it. Obviously, that's something she's always going to have to fight for. But um, she turned um, to poetry. So she invited her sisters out to listen to one of her poetry readings. And it's when, um, it's a story about when she broke her arm and how Kristen rode her on her bike um, because she fell off her bike. Okay. So, and she had broken her arm. So Kristen like picked up her sister, put her on the handlebars and then rode her back oh, home kind cute. of thing. And Kristen is like, oh my God, I shared the same story for a college project because Kristen went back to college and she was taking up film and she recorded the same story, but in her perspective. So So it touched them in like two different ways. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's really cute. So it was, I I love that, that it was not only... You know, uh, Annabelle's story, but it also mm-hmm. had, like, this other story within her sisters. Yeah. So, I really That's enjoyed really this story. And I'm, I'm like, oh, my God. You know, with her getting um, movies to film, I'm like, I would love to see this yeah. as a film. If this you would have told me that mm-hmm. it was going to film, I would have been like, this sounds like a good Netflix movie. Yeah. I don't well, know this if that pati- Netflix is doing no, it, but... Right. No, this particular one <clears throat> isn't the one that's... Um, coming to Netflix, it's along for the ride, mm-hmm. and I read that one, and it was a good one. Okay. But I feel like this one would like I don't know. I feel like this one is it's really good. Yeah. I feel like it would make a great great film. I'd watch it. Yeah, it was so good. Like I said, um, the banter between Owen and Annabelle was good, especially when they're discussing music and stuff. Mm-hmm. And there's actually a quote that I wanted to share okay, from Owen. Yes. So, um, Owen is just telling her how music is the great uniter, mm-hmm. um, and it's an incredible force, something that people who, um, differ on everything and anything else can have in common is music. So he says, because a song can take you back instantly to a moment or a place or even a person, no matter what else has changed in you or the world, that one song stays the same, just like that moment, which is pretty amazing when you actually think about it. And it was, it, it, it is amazing when you think about it, about how like a song can take you back to a moment. Yeah. And I feel like that's something with books too. Sometimes yeah. there's a particular part of a book um, that can take you back to a particular moment. And I'm just like, oh my God, that was great. I have to... I have to put that out there into the world yeah. on our podcast. So I that really was, like that. Mm-hmm. And it, like that reminds me of like when we first started this whole book club thing. It mm-hmm. was a group, the four of us, four yeah. friends, mm-hmm. and we started reading Shadow and Bone together. Yes. And I thought that was so much fun and I really mm-hmm. missed that and it was mm-hmm. really cute. Yeah, that was so. Shadow that, and Bone holds like this little special place in my heart because of that because we all read it the whole entire series mm-hmm. together. Yeah, we read the whole series right before, you know, the show started yeah. and we like fun. talked we we would come together and yeah. talk about it and like oh my god this character we FaceTime so yeah so I feel like not only is music the great uniter yeah. but a good book too it, it yeah, could, it is. or it could just it could just bring up a happy moment or yeah. you know whatever and I don't know I thought that was like a great quote by Owen and I was I like just like it. oh my it's god really I loved it but yeah I loved the story it was really good, good. um you know, Sarah Dustin has always been a great YA, you know, author. And like I said, I read, like, 
I finally read all her stuff. Wow. I'm gonna I've have, never read anything from her. Sorry. No. Um, I I enjoyed reading her growing up. Um, I'm going to have to reread uh, Long for the Ride. If mm-hmm. I'm not mistaken, I'm, I'm not even going to go there because maybe I'm wrong because I've read so many of her books. I might yeah. be tangling some of them together, but it's something I'm definitely going to try and reread awesome. before it before it airs. <laughs> All right. But yeah, that's it for me. Cool. So that kind of wraps up the two that kind of stuck mm-hmm. out to us for our March challenges. March challenges. Yes. Yeah. We did quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. We're not done yet. Mm-hmm. March isn't over. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, that wraps it up for this one. Yes, it yeah. does. Um, and if there were any stories that you enjoyed during the challenges, mm-hmm. please comment. We want, you know, you guys to tell us what you're reading um which challenge was your favorite out of all the ones that we've done so far and um tell us the books like i i love knowing what books are out there so if it's something we haven't read please let us know i know i'm constantly putting stuff on my list to read Mm -hmm. because people are constantly posting it or recommending it Mm -hmm. and there's just so many out there but we would really love to dive into books together mm-hmm. with yeah. some of our listeners. Especially with our listeners, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, thanks for listening Yay. for another episode. Woo-hoo. Bye. Bye. <laughs>